Hello, awesome people. How you guys doing today? Close to the weekend. How about it? We're almost here at the weekend. And I am your host, Janine Marie Wildheart. And this is the warrior. I, I just want to praise God for a minute. God is so awesome and in these journeys according to his will and riches. And I just want to say he is awesome. And if you don't believe that God's fulfilling your needs, you need to look at my prayers. <laughs> so, yes, God has really, really, really blessed my life. And I hope he is blessing yours right now. I want to talk about a serious, serious matter that we lose focus of every day. The revolution. I mean, yeah, the revolution of the cross. You know, we look at it. And like I said in previous episodes of the podcast, we wear the cross, we we put on the wings of the cross, and but our life don't represent what the cross stands for. So we're going to take apart Jesus's life to the fulfillment of the cross. You know that's funny. That people wear that cross like it's a a symbol of their identity instead of what it means. So with that said, let's let's tear this let's tear it up. It started with God. God formed the world. And he made it and it said it was good everything was good and you know when he makes stuff he don't make mistakes okay i'm gonna put that right there in a nutshell he don't make mistakes so we fast forward to the old testament and it says by his trust we are healed um, it says it in Isaiah, it says it all over the Bible that Jesus is going to come on the earth. Jesus comes as a, um, baby in Mary. She was a miracle, he was a miracle baby because he didn't, they didn't do anything to have a baby like we do. So, Gabriel came to Mary and said, you're going to have a baby. He's going to have the world on his shoulders. So Jesus comes. Mary takes baby to Bethlehem where we get the star and the wise man. The, the, that's the symbol we use on Christmas is the nativity scene. Oh, it looks so good. We got to get the wise man and all the things in it. But we, we don't. We use it as decorations. And now what it really means. See, this, if I had a, ti- a title for this, is what does this decorations? That's what it would say, decorations. No meaning. It's decoration. 
we use um, the negativity signals of the Christmas spirit. The nativity scene is a um, garland for the Christmas tree to make it look for it look a little bit um, Christian, but the Christian stem have approval on it. And then what we do is death dolls and forget that's how the real. Sorry, we say, we say the night before Christmas, but we don't tell the story of the story of Jesus being born. So that decoration is out there. Fast forward to um, give the little spotlight of the nativity thing. I'll come back to that in a minute. Then we got his life on Sunday the palm trees and him riding on a donkey and saying Hosanna in the highest and we have Palm Sunday and then we have the Lord's Supper and then we got the cross but we don't go beyond the cross we stay at the cross we go beyond the cross, and then we lose focus of everything else. So I'm going to head on all these objects that I'm talking about. First, let's go back to the nativity scene. The nativity scene is a symbol of Bethlehem that Jesus took a run-down shack, a stable, I might say, and then he took a trough. They put him in a trough with hay and wrapped him in blankets. You know what is in a trough? Food for donkeys and horses. That's what the trough is. And what's in it has the like fleas, ticks, mites, all that stuff. It ain't sanitized. So if you think a baby was sanitized, not. And probably Mary and Joseph has a meal and lay in manure. See, at the beginning of all this, they weren't rich. We all mean these were poor people. And the place, where, the motel where they were staying, was supposed to go, had made up rumors, made up lies and said, you can't stay here. We got a little shack for you here. You can live on the street with a newborn baby. Put him in the truck. That practically said, you're not worthy to be at this motel. And we take that symbolized to Christmas. Not the reason, not with, it's supposed to be the reason for the season, but it's more a decoration for our house. We don't know the, we don't really take that Bible and say, "Tis let's read about the birth of Jesus. Now we're reading about people dreaming about sugar plums. 
That is not what that symbolizes. Yeah, it's a good old-fashioned story through the ages, but the one that ages the most is the birth of Christ. So we tell the kids, oh, Christmas is about Santa Claus, and bring us presents, leave them milk and cookies. But we don't take a, we don't take initiative to knowledge. The real reason why we have lit nativity scene out and tell the story about Christ Jesus. Fast forward to Hosanna on the highest and the mar marvelous wonders and miracles he done. We do Hosanna on the highest, not knowing why we say it. Jesus went. God came from the Holy Throne of Grace. I mean heaven when I say that. I mean heaven. To take what he just went through on Christmas Day, which is really not December, it's another that's another story for itself. But anywho, a man took homelessness at another level. And did everything he can for us. And now we go with Hosanna in the highest. And for this gloomy gush thing at church. And instead of praising his name. We go to church on Sundays and put on the front. Like we. we let me put it this way. We we act like we're mad at God because we didn't get things our way. But we sing this song. God gives you air in your lungs, food on table, clothes on your back, place of shelter, everything that you ever wanted, God gives you. And you're every time sad. And when you go to church, it's supposed to be a church of celebration. And if you have needs, you go to the front and pray about it. But we don't really live the song that we sing. We just do it because everybody else is doing it. Let me put it this way. We go to church. Put on Jimmy Choir, make it, make it. And then we sing this song. Do you even know what this song means, what you're saying? You're singing praises to God with your heart. Wishing you were at the buffet. Let go to church if you're going to be a gloom good. I love going to church. I go for the message. I go for the spirit and the God. Even if my day is not good, I still love praising God. And I know what those songs mean. We gotta stop thinking God owes us something when He don't owe us anything. So, with that support, we're going to the cross now. 
This guy took an ass whooping. Not just a butt whooping. He took an ass whooping for you and me. Got treated like trash when he was baby. Ministry got tried. Got questioned about what he was doing. Even though in the Old Testament it tells him for his day what he does. And what his purpose was coming here on earth. To save us. A world from sin. And all we do is do it for decoration. Do it for playing church. Our serving two masters. One will hate one and love the other, vice versa. But are we doing what God commands us to do? No, we're not. You can tell me I'm on my line. I'm not doing what God tells me to do. I don't care what you tell me. That's blasphemy. Because I'm doing exactly what God commanded me to do. I prayed about it, I took it step further, and I did what God commanded me to do. And I spread a new message. Whether it's about hope, about conviction, about this world, or the way we live. I'm not doing, I'm talking to myself when I'm doing that. But by golly, why ain't we wearing that cross like it's a badge of honor that we celebrate the God that died for us when he should have said, forgive them not for they know what they are doing. Now we take the cross as a fashion statement. We put the nativity scene as a decoration. Let's stop that. Because Jesus deserves much more than that. We we put Santa Claus on pedestal. We have him in our yard on Christmas. And if I'm lying, I'm dying. Because I go looking at Christmas, like mostly what I see is penguins, a snow globe, Santa Claus, a sleigh, and that's it. There's few houses that really have nativity seen out. And you leave us for decoration and not saying Jesus saves. Jesus did this for me. I need Easter, same thing. The cross is a decoration in your yard. It is not a a um a symbol of what Jesus done for me. I see more of Buddha false gods in them people's yard because that's what they believe in. And they worship more of that than they do the cross. And that's pretty sick. When the guy died for you, and you know Jesus is alive. So you put up fake gods? Let me tell you, I think statues, I watch documentaries of statues. Because I love architects. I love it. I love seeing different types of buildings, statues, how they make stuff like that. But when it comes to God 
in the risen Savior, I rather see Jesus than a fake God. I, I mean, an unknown God that ain't done jack sprat for you. Meaning Buddha, Islam, stuff like that, lots of religions. They get more praise than Jesus does. And God reveals them to me. And I'm going to say this just now. You know why Christian faith is more executed than ever? Because it's the real deal. A man actually died on the cross and they documented it. It's real. And you know why people don't like God? Because God... God don't give them what they want. Like a grandmother is on her deathbed. Grandma lived a, a whole bunch. But we want grandma to go through a lot more. You know what? When somebody's time is ready to expire, it's time to let go. Not be selfish. God is not punishing you or punishing her. She is ready to go. And stop blaming God for your mistakes. If you make a mistake, own up to it. I have to. That's how I have clarity about my life. I admit I done wrong in life. I screwed up. Am I cleaning my mess up? Yes, sir, yes, ma'am. But do I sit there and wear my cross for fashion? No. I wear it as an honor to God. He went on that cross for me. He took nails, crown and sword, piercing them top side, and asked for the neck. should have been mine. As much sinning as I do, I deserve an ass whooping. I don't deserve salvation. Nobody does. So for us to have a cross, it should be hanging up on your wall as a symbol of your relationship with God. Not a fashion statement. This, um, represents your fashion. I see artists, I see People in the entertainment business using it as a fashion statement instead of a badge of honor of God. It's sad that we sing so low of even a slander in God's name. I hate, and I use that word loosely, I hate hearing the GD word. God bless it. I hate hearing that word. And people slander God's name. Like, like I don't have feelings. That's them. And it's sad that people use this. I hear comedians use it like it's nothing. But you know what? It's sin where said it's best. And that's what it's used for anyway. We need to start taking that cross more than a decoration and start wearing it as a symbol 
of our sins being forgiven. You know, I I love decorations. I got enough of them in my house. But one of them I have is a cross with wings. And that's a symbol for my ministry. A friend of mine gave it to me. And you know what? That means more to me than a a house with lights because that cross represents my sins that was forgiven. Wonder what the cross means to you in the next movie scene. Is it just decoration? Or it's more than that? Father God, I pray that we start realizing our decoration should be more than decoration. It should be a symbol of you and representing you as the Father that loves us more than anything. Even sending the Son of Jesus to death for us while we're sent. Father, we love you. We pray and change your mind to decoration, from decorations to a life-changing experience. To wear the cross as it meant to be the symbol of Jesus' death. In Jesus' death. You guys have an awesome day. God loves you. And be blessed. And I love you too. This is Janine Wildheart. And the warrior. Thank you. Peace.